Island more tends to cool, ain't no clarity in my will. That rolling buzz will dance in the clarity on the field. And so that was the vision, but you know, just the way that it, it, it progressed over just issues with the police, issues with just the area, issues with just uh, just the city of Los Angeles as a whole, and just the politics of, you know, tribalism and gang activity, and just what we went through from um, getting raided, getting the shop taken, my brother going to the pen, um, myself catching the case, and then it turning into, you know, um, all of the actual spaces being rented out, everything being renovated, uh, it's multiple employees, you know, it's actually a source of tourism at this point. All type of people from uh, Australia, Europe, Africa, all over the world is pulling up to the Crenshaw Slauson. Um, and it's not to buy drugs, it's not to do anything illegal, it's to actually tap into the story and, and support. And so, you know, it's important that the people understand what that process was. Welcome to a special episode of Disruption Now. I'm your moderator, Rob Richardson. I'm James Keyes. I'm Tunde Wanlana. And I'm Carlton Washington. If you happen to be watching us on YouTube, please hit the subscribe button. Uh, we need more likes. We need more follows. That's how more people can follow us on YouTube. If you're listening to us via podcast, if you're listening to us from uh, Google Play, if you're listening to us on Apple iTunes, please write a review. That's how more people can learn about us. Subscribe so you can be tuned in to all of our latest episodes. You can follow us. Uh, by the way, if you want to shoot us an email, disruptionnow at gmail.com. You can go online, disruptionnow.com. You can sign up for our emails. We, we, we want to stay in touch with you. Uh, we're going to start an uh, email list every couple of weeks to make sure you're informed about what's going on, the latest news, the latest disruptors. And just so you can know what's going on in our mind and some of our contributors, we want to keep you up to date. So we need that information to stay in touch with you. <clears throat> but for now, we want to talk about uh, Nipsey Hussle a little bit more, but want to shift gears a little bit and really talk about uh, the, the string of conspiracy theories that happened. If you were following black, t- uh, black Twitter, black social media, if there is a such thing, but if you were following a lot of folks, you, you were seeing that people immediately responded to Nipsey's death uh, with, with a belief that this was a conspiracy theory. And many were puzzled, like, why did people think this was a conspiracy theory? And particularly those who maybe uh, who weren't African-American. But there, but there are some reasons why African-Americans have default sometimes to conspiracy theories, even when the answer looks very obvious. Uh, one is because conspiracy theories have, are a real thing in, a, in America when it comes to African-Americans. Uh, you can think of Dr. Martin Luther King we know nearly everything that Dr. Martin Luther King said in the last seven years of his life. You want to know why? It's because the FBI has taped everything about him. Uh, the FBI inf- infiltrated his circles. Uh, the FBI did the same thing to Malcolm X. But, you know, African-Americans and many other people found it pretty suspicious that, you know, no one, though, though they had that level of surveillance, no one could tell when, he was, when they were about to be assassinated. Uh, there's a Tuskegee experiment where Black men were experimented on with syphilis put into them uh, to experiment the medical responses. There's Black Wall Street when a whole uh, African-American well-to-do community was just completely taken out. And, and, and then everyone in the government act like it didn't happen. I can I could provide example after example after example after example. So the some Black of it Panthers, been, the Black Panthers, Black Panthers infiltrated right? with the intent to destroy them. Yeah. So there is a reason why 
just sometimes black folks move to that default. But well, there's and, another and reason. Just to, for the point, Rob, these are now open records now. These yes, are all uh, things this is, this that are is in government fact. records. Yeah. yeah, don't don't take my word for it. Go look it up. These are open records. All of it can be discovered. Uh, if you look at Dr. Martin Luther King, for example, Partying the Waters, which is a great book on civil rights, by the way, it goes through a lot of his life. A lot of that was recorded because it used the tapes from the FBI to talk about the conversations of Dr. Martin Luther King. So we, we know these things to be facts. They did happen. There were conspiracies and they happened. And so conspiracies do happen. They're probably happening now. But there's another reason why people believe in conspiracies. This is not just an African-American thing. This is a human thing. People believe in conspiracies for one or two reasons. The first is uh, that the truth is sometimes hard, right? You don't, it, it's easier to substitute with a conspiracy than to face something that is too painful. If you don't want to face the pain, you don't want to, you don't want to actually address it. You rather just go and just focus on a conspiracy because that's easier for your mind. Or it's just too hard to answer, so why not just make it a conspiracy? And I believe that's part of what happened when we look at Nipsey Hussle because the real truth is the reason that this happened wasn't a conspiracy. It was the sad fact that uh, violence is still prevalent within the African-American community. And uh, this, was, this was an example that just, it was, a senseless, it was senseless violence. That's all it really was. But conspiracy theories are a part of who we are. What is your theory? I'm going to start with you, Tunde. What is your theory with, with why conspiracy theories are on the rise, not only with African-Americans, but really everyone? Wow, that's loaded. Um, so I think I, I, I try. I've, 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 yeah, I've had this uh, running thought on my mind that we live in the era of, over the last 10 to 15 years of, uh, of what I call the confirmation bias era, meaning, you know, there's, that's a psychological term of, um, you know, when people confirm something that, or they find facts in a situation that confirm their pre-existing bias. Um, and I think that we've seen that from basically since kind of 9-11. I think the proliferation of the Internet, YouTube, then social media over the last call it 10, 12 years has allowed for um, any type of idea or theory to be kind of legitimized almost immediately. And we no longer have kind of a central authority of of fact, like we used to have maybe when guys like us were kids. And now we have a generation or two behind us that have grown up in this in this environment. So I think part of it is just the disruption of the new technology and the spreading of information, probably the first time since the printing press, that um, anybody can kind of get their own word out. And it seems like it's legitimate. We tend to give television and, and radio and those things a little more authority than, than they might deserve. Um, and I think we saw it. That's why I find the contrast, you know, maybe getting out of the, the Nipsey thing directly and, and going maybe on the higher level of just our country and our culture and our politics over just the last two administrations. I mean, and I think and what I'm learning now from this Nipsey thing is I think the conspiracies that develop also have a lot to do with maybe who's in control at the time of the event. So and I know we discussed this when we just were talking in private recently that. When you had the former administration prior to this one, the conspiracies actually came more from kind of the right wing and those that felt like they were out of power a bit. The conspiracies over the last decade or so, to me, show a little bit that those who believe in them are usually those that don't feel like their people are in control. So 
when Obama was in control, we had conspiracy theories like the cattle rancher guy that the government was taking something from him, even though he wasn't paying his land lease. Um, we had the conspiracy that because the military was doing training in Texas, remember that somehow Obama was going to take over, you know, in uh, the America. And we had the conspiracy. I forgot about that part. That, that he wasn't born here because I guess it was easier to believe that the president of the United States was somehow illegitimate than to believe that he just, you know, studied hard and was a smart guy and ascended to the presidency. And my point is that I notice now that it's a Republican administration and Trump's in power. The, the conspiracy theories seem to come now from the left. The conspiracy about corporatism, about, you know, whether it's the Russia stuff, all these things are, are because those people feel like they're out of power and their guy's not in. So, I think there's a part of human nature that if if you're a little bit uncomfortable and nervous, maybe about your greater situation and your place within um, society, that you can be convinced a little bit easier about things that you might feel emotionally already. So, again, confirmation bias, there are certain facts out there. But if I think that the hurricane season was particularly bad this year and I believe in climate change, then my bias, the fact that we had a bad hurricane season might cause my bias to interpret it as, okay, global warming is really bad. On the flip side, if we had a really bad winter and I don't want to believe in global warming or climate change, I'm going to use the fact that there was a bad snowstorm to confirm my bias that climate change is BS. So really conspiracies come from our human nature to find in something what we want to already believe james but you're only hitting part you only that's only half of the of the confirmation bias remember confirmation bias causes your mind this is automatic this is a shortcut to seek out and accept facts that support your position while simultaneously reject facts that refute your position so it's even more it's, it's even more powerful basically if you yeah. see a cold winter and or let's say if you see a lot of hurricanes and you don't want to believe in climate change then you don't recognize it as a lot of hurricanes it's just like oh no that's not a lot there's always been a lot this is the same number as always and so it actually warps your mind in, in, in two different ways to always lead to that confirmation what you thought yeah. was the, was right um well another thing about the conspiracy theories i think wasn't uh said expressly was they also pop up when there's a lot of unanswered questions yep. and so that's why right after this happened before there were any answers to what happened was this being the 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 nipsey hustle um you know him being gunned down um right after that happened is when all these conspiracies popped up because nobody knew what was happening so right. as more yeah. information came out then the conspiracies became a little less prevalent but some held no true i'm about to say of, it, well but because it, it's still it's still, it still picked up because the because the confirmation bias and because it's a confirmation bias once you've set out that that that's what you believe happened and you should have seen some stuff i'm not sure i won't mean to interrupt you but i want to put this point back to nipsey that i want to get back to you like the, there were some folks saying well his killer was named Eric was Eric Holder. Don't you think that's a conspiracy? And then there was a conspiracy with him um, having involvement with the pharmaceutical companies and taking on Dr. Serby. I think that was his name. You know, people were still not wanting to believe it even after this came out because it is also painful to want to believe that the that, that he would go out this way. That's the piece on confirmation. But, but how is that different than Barack Hussein Obama? Well, but that's right. Well, but the, hold on. They're, they're actually, I want to mention something about that. Um, I think that generally what you're saying, Tunde, is 100% true as far as 
the, the people who are out of power tend to find more conspiracies. But I think that's kind of a result of conspiracies. Oftentimes to cover up a conspiracy, you need power. Like if you're not in power and you try to run a conspiracy, the people in power will just figure out what's going on. And so if you kind of need I'm, to be in power but, in order to. But, 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 but the name thing is a good example, because that's why I joke around and say Barack Hussein Obama, because remember, it's not even about because we can't have a conspiracy really with a name. Right. But it's an interesting thing. Because this guy's name was Eric Holder that shot this rapper, I mean, Eric is a common name and Holder is a common name. So the coincidence of having two guys at the same time being alive named Eric Holder, isn't that, that's no different than, uh, than when people said, because Barack Obama's middle name was Hussein, that he was, he was, he was um, um, connected to Saddam Hussein. You know what I mean? So that's all I'm saying is it's not, it doesn't even need to be a big government conspiracy cover-up. It's just the fact that guys might have the same name creates a conspiracy. I don't think that the same name thing would, would, would run, man. I, I don't, I don't. Right. I, no, like I don't. Just get off that topic. I know that's <laughs> no, 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 it, would, it wouldn't. But, you know, but all I'm saying is you would be shocked. I didn't think that birtherism would run. I didn't think people were really going to believe this, but there's a significant part of the population that still believes Barack Obama is a maturing candidate that was planted here by Kenya in order to take over America. So the world, so he's the second Christ coming people, people believe lots of people really actually believe that like 40% of the Republican party. Look, man, every conspiracy, every conspiracy is obviously not true. But what I don't hear you guys saying is giving credit to, uh, the fact that there are a lot of conspiracies that are just simply reality. Like, let me tell you, people are conspiring to do shit like all the time. All and, the time. Uh, oh, and, we, and, we agreed. And, I opened so, that up that way. So I think it's interesting when people are like, well, why would you think that? Uh, nobody's thinking about that. I'm like, wow, your brain is small because, you know, like when you really open up your mind and people are diabolical, man. I, 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 for me, I'm always the, the gullible guy who's getting surprised by how diabolical and how far someone will go to achieve their goal. Uh, every time I, 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 I'm a victim of one or I hear about one, I get duped for the next one because I'm like, nah, no one we'll would do that. You know, so in this Nipsey case, um, I'm sorry, man. I mean, I'm not quick to say it's not, you know, I mean, the, the, the point of doing it, if I had to conspire against someone, it, my whole point would be to have people like us saying that what we're saying dismiss right it. now. Yeah, dismiss no, it. that's, that's a good point. I mean, I think that's so fair. You got some, you know, uh, piece of trash, you know what I'm saying, regardless, uh, who, who committed this act, a fall guy. I mean, that's how it's supposed to look. So um, I do agree. Yeah, the Obama stuff and things, you know, things that can be proven, you know, I mean, yeah, it's a little ridiculous, but I'm not quick to say, hey, there's not a conspiracy. And I'm, def I'm not quick to say, just in the, this case, just because they have a suspect, um, that there isn't one, because I'll tell you, and maybe I'm going down the rabbit hole here with the conspiracy stuff, but you see those things like, um, like the Bourne ultimatum and you hear about all these, uh, you know, different programs that they have in the military. Trust me, man, there are ways to get people to do things that you want them to do far beyond what people are willing to acknowledge. So let's just not sit here and say, Oh, you know, like, Oh, it was a gangbanger. It's open and shut. Um, we may not ever know, but um, there is very good reason to believe what uh, what was said in regards to the conspiracy. The most popular one is true. And I personally am so afraid of it that I don't want to talk about it too much because <laughs> it's in my own eyes. So uh, it's well, real. 
it's not my intent to to say that it's impossible for there to be a conspiracy. I mean, the whole Martin Luther King thing was a conspiracy theory 50 years ago. And then, then we learned once the FBI information had to be released or the, the Black Panther, you know, infiltration, that was all a conspiracy until the information was released. So I think it's incorrect to uh, reflexively dismiss any type of conspiracy theory. I agree. I do think you can apply some type of plausibility to it. Now, I also agree that if you wanted to assassinate uh, someone, you know, and, and that person uh, had a history in gangs and, you know, was, was in and around the hood often, that this is the way you would do it. And because it would definitely throw the sin off of anybody being involved other than just looking something like something that's routine that, as we, we've said, happens far too often. But at the same time, um, the way the facts have evolved to me don't make it something that's, that appears very likely in this case. But again, that's not me to say I'm going to dismiss because I recognize that any time we're talking about trying to recreate something that happened or understand something that happened, we're operating with less than the full deck of facts. And so where we know what we're allowed to know at this point. So at, at this point, I, I'm not jumping to conspiracy, but I'm not dismissing it either. I, I think it looks pretty straightforward, but it might not be. You know, uh, one of my favorite movies is The uh, Dark Knight and the Joker is the most one of the most diabolical of any villains in any comic show I've ever seen. And he makes this point when he's talking to uh, I forgot. I think he's talking to Two-Face and Harvey before he becomes Two-Face. And he says, look, you know, if a gangbanger dies every day, no one blinks an eye. No one cares if I go downtown and shoot the mayor. I don't have to kill him. Everybody goes crazy. Like it's, it's so what, what's kind of interesting is that people will believe a conspiracy theory or things are completely out of control if it fits within, if, it, if it's outside of the context of what they're used to. But mm-hmm. some people are saying, look, I mean, it's been there, there's been arguments that there's been a conspiracy going on within African-American communities for years, starting with crack cocaine being introduced there and, and things running wild there and letting the court and letting things yeah. go their course. Yeah. And age is. IV. Let me tell you something, uh, man. I'm already see. I'm getting baited. <laughs> I'm good at baiting. Man. Hey, man, uh, you got a red dot on your forehead. <laughs> you better, you better Let stop. You, not a conspiracy, man. If there's probably another word for it, maybe it's just business. Maybe it's easy business, easy targeting. You know. But let me tell you something, man. You just brought up so a good point. The only two places you ever find AIDS and HIV advertisements ever are in the black community and in the gay community. Look, disease does not happen that way. This, that did not happen by chance, not even by a long shot. So, um, you know, it's just very, we're, we're walking a thin mile when we discuss these things because it's not, it's not a conspiracy. It's really just business. It's an agenda. I mean, it's, it, we need another word for it sometimes because it's just reality. And uh, so this is really happens. I think think it also goes to what Rob said about um, things that aren't familiar to people, Uh, because you're right. um, A lot of things aren't familiar in various pockets of cultures and communities. So when they see things that are unfamiliar, it's also like, you know, they start having these um, because it doesn't fit within a narrative. Like, I'll give you an example. 9-11 was a good example because because that is something we all experience in our own ways on that day and all that. And I was one of these people that really was into that whole loose change video. And I was believing that, you know, it was an inside job and all that. The funny thing is over a few years, as I just started educating myself more, 
I learned how plausible it was that that could just happen and that 737s flying at, you know, hundreds of miles an hour in the buildings probably can bring them down. Um, and the improbability of having guys putting in bombs in the buildings that are big enough to bring buildings the size of those down. And, um, but I think what happened is we didn't want to accept that a great country like ours and as powerful as we are, especially in the year 2001, kind of still fresh off our Cold War kind of victory, you know, 10 years earlier and all that. I don't think we wanted to believe that, you know, seven, eight guys with a bunch of box cutters could have really brought our country to its knees. And just like some people in our country didn't want to believe that a black person could ascend naturally to the presidency of the United States. And maybe just like some people now didn't want to believe that Robert Mueller wasn't going to report that Trump and Putin weren't recorded on the phone talking about taking over the election. I think that you're right. If people have a narrative in their head about what's supposed to happen and it just doesn't happen that way, in their mind, they can't accept it to maybe Jimmy's point. They, their mind rejects what that alternative fact was and they put in place whatever they wanted to believe anyway. Yep, and, and, and I believe... And I believe, Tunde, why we are here, it, it, I'm going to go back to a conversation we had in private just to jog your memory a little bit. It's because we don't have honest conversations about how we actually got here. You know, you told me that you took your son to see uh, Red Tails and about the history of uh, the fighters there, African-Americans fighting there through World War II. And then when you look at how the story Disney presented it, they presented it as if, you know, oh, it was a little bit tough. You know, someone someone called a black person the N-word and then everybody else stuck up for him. And then we all got together and hugged. And then Dr. Martin Luther King said, I have a dream and everything was great. Like, that's not what happened. <laughs> like people died. People were killed. Their, their houses were bombed over and over and over and over and over again. A lot happened that we just try to just say, oh, that didn't happen. Let's just let's just try to get real quick through it. And we only we're only going to take a couple of snippets from what Dr. King said. We're not going to say any of the things he said controversial. And we're going to pretend as if we all got here by just getting along and there was no tension. I think that that leads people to uh, to to not want to take on tough problems. And and I think it makes us more likely to lean on conspiracy theories. Yeah, no, you're right. Because people don't want to take on tough problems. And it also goes back to Carlton's point that it's really expands past conspiracy. That's business. History is written by the winner, unfortunately, for some cases. And in this case, um, <laughs> in all cases, in this case, our history books have been written by, you know, a group that um, has benefited from the way that this country has operated. So um, are they going to put those type of things in the history books? Are they going to want to try and, for lack of a better term, whitewash history to not make it look the way that it was? And you're right. And that was my point about when I had that experience taking my son to that movie, because I know what I mean. I had a client that passed already, but unfortunately, her brother was a Tuskegee Airman. And I heard the stories firsthand about what they went through. Um, and it didn't reflect what I saw in that movie. And what the interesting thing was, and we talked about it, was the fact that my disappointment was that I figured my son is growing up and he's watching this history and it's not real. And so I think that's also part of the issues we have now in our country is everybody's got their own narrative because they want to beat the next guy to the information race. So what is another conspiracy? Let's go there, right? A conspiracy is that the Confederate flag represents heritage, not hate. I mean, 
Jefferson Davis, who was the pre uh, president of the Confederacy, you can go read his writings right now. He's saying we're seceding from the Union to keep slavery intact. And they talked about basically keeping guys that look like us as an asset and in bondage. Yeah, so yeah, uh, yeah. So when you bring that point, I'll, I'll let you finish it. I want to say this really quick yeah. and finish that point. And yet, when you take a citizenship test here, one of, they give you an option for why the South succeeded from the Union, and they and they act as if slavery wasn't the reason. They got they list like three or four of the reasons, and that's we know that's not the truth. I mean, to your point. So, so, but again, who's writing the citizenship test? So it ain't me and you. So the point I'm making is, <laughs> is that that's an example of a conspiracy theory from one group of people in our country that would rather believe that it was the war of Northern aggression, right? That, that somehow the North just woke up one day and said, Hey, we're just going to go down there and, and take what you got versus the reality that that part of the country and those states wanted to, were so hell-bent on keeping this institution alive that they wanted to secede from it. And I'm okay if someone told me that they're okay with that because I'd rather they be honest. But that's the problem, right? No one will look at guys like us and say, you know what? I think that would have been a good idea to have blacks as slaves. And I wish we still had it because that would but, be the honest thing to say. Yeah, and to Carlton's point, as we get ready to wrap up, the, the, you, you know, you made me think about it. It's, that's why we have to entertain conspiracies because what you just said is a conspiracy to not tell the truth so Correct. we do have to question everything and so my advice and this is what we are about with disruption internal vigilance is the price of liberty question everything look beyond what's given to you directly so i'm not telling you to believe in every single conspiracy that comes forward many are not going to be true but don't necessarily believe that what's fed to you by the media is actually accurate because it's all being given to us from everybody somebody's a, point of view. Yeah. Everybody Question. has an agenda. Um, you, you can't overlook, you know, when, when you're given information from any source, you know, there's an agenda there generally, um, whether that's agendas to make money, whether that agenda is to misdirect or mislead, there's always an agenda. And so that's one piece. But at the same time, now I, I wouldn't term what you guys are saying as what conspiracy more so is just a, a preferred narrative. I think that people would prefer to think of things in a way that makes them feel good uh, for whatever, you know, and that's, that's something that we, we see with a lot of the way the mind works. Um, the, the, the narrative of the South seceding for, for economic reasons or because the North, you know, wanted had too much debt or, you know, they, they, anything like that, that stuff doesn't play out factually. And so what you do is create a narrative that makes people feel good and ignore the facts, which a lot of times that same impulse leads to conspiracy theories correct but the vigilance though again we shouldn't dismiss e even if somebody you know they have an agenda or even if you know someone may not give it to you straight all the time a lot of times it's still worth hearing what somebody has to say you know if somebody's going to come from good from a good faith point of view and tell you what they think honestly or tell you what they've seen honestly then you can take it and, and listen to it and you can decide yourself whether or not you find it credible you know that's what we do every day in courts you know, we, we let people say what they have to say and then we decide we find it credible or not. And so I'm against reflexive rejection, rejection of information, but I'm also very discriminatory in terms of what I'll believe and what I won't believe. Just because one news channel might always give me a bunch of BS, that doesn't mean that anything they say I won't believe. And sometimes they may say something like, oh, you know what, that, uh, that, that's well-sourced. That's information that sounds like it's coming from a group that, that I, can, I can believe, you know, and, and, but that may be an exception, not the rule. You know, as we conclude and just, just wrapping back up to Nipsey Hussle, look, we can all agree that 
there have been conspiracies. We can agree that uh, oftentimes we've had conspiracies with police forces. That's happened. We've had conspiracies with Dr. King, as we talked about earlier. There's been many conspiracies that are real. We've had a, there, we have a system that is inherently unfair, but two things can be true at the same time. We also have, a, have, a, have an issue with gang violence, and that's probably what happened here. And I think some wish it was a conspiracy. I, I, that would be easier to handle. Uh, that would be easier to talk about. But that's probably not what happened here. And the harder part is really finding some answers to something that we haven't been able to solve in a really long time. But it's going to require a different point of view. It's going to require us to look ourselves in the mirror. And uh, we can acknowledge that racism exists. We can acknowledge that it's still a challenge. We can acknowledge that we have to call that out every single time. But we also have to hold each other accountable. And until next time, I'm Rob Richardson. I'm James Keyes. I'm Tunde Winlana. And I'm Carlton Washington. We'll see you next time.